Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're watching Commander's Demand with your host, Sports PSP exclusively on the grid network What is good, everybody? It's your boy, Sports PSP. Welcome to another episode of Commander's Demand. As you all know, folks, it's a podcast in which your boy, Sports PSP, discusses things surrounding the Washington Commanders. First and foremost, I hope everyone's enjoying a fantastic day. Um, Hope everyone had a great weekend. Hope everyone is doing some amazing things. It's almost summer, folks. It's almost summer. Um, and not only that, what's also great, we only got like three months left and then sooner or later, football season's right around the corner. So very excited about the NFL season, very excited for, to watch some football folks, because Hey, a world couldn't be any better with, with more football. That's for sure. Um, today's episode is named. Jay-Z song, Dirt Off Your Shoulder. And I want to talk about something that you got to throw some dirt off your shoulder. And that's Emmanuel Forbes. Um, I was reading an article from CBS Sports, Chris Trapasso. Hope I'm pronouncing the last name right. He named eight rookies. Eight rookies on the defensive side of the football field who could win defensive Rookie of the Year. Forbes was not mentioned in that list. Emmanuel Forbes was not mentioned in that list. Here are the top eight rookies. Uh, At number eight, going from low to high, at number eight, Chris Trapasso had Kalijah Kansi, the defensive tackle of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, at eight. At seventh, he had Jack Campbell, the linebacker of the Detroit Lions. At number six, he had Devon Witherspoon, the cornerback of the Seattle Seahawks. At fifth, he had Will McDonald, the edge rusher um, of the New York Jets. At fourth, he had Joey Porter Jr., the cornerback 
um, of the Pittsburgh Steelers. At three, he had Jalen Carter, the defensive tackle of the Philadelphia Eagles. Number two, he had Alabama's Will Anderson of the Houston Texans. And number one, he had Christian Gonzalez of the New England Patriots. So those are the guys. And I'll name them again at eighth, Kalijah Kansi, seventh, Jack Campbell, sixth, Devon Witherspoon, fifth, Will McDonald, fourth, Joey Porter Jr., third, Jalen Carter, two, Will Anderson, and number one, Christian Gonzalez. Emmanuel Forbes was not mentioned on that list. And um, look, I, I've been very critical. I was kind of skeptical of the Washington Commanders drafting Emmanuel Forbes with the 16th overall pick. I'm not going to say it's a horrible or an awful pick. It's an it's a very good pick because you look at his time at Mississippi State. Of course, it's SEC. The closest thing to the NFL level um, when it, as it pertains to college football is the SEC. And Emmanuel Forbes, during three years in Mississippi State, he had 14 interceptions. He had 14 interceptions. And speaking of the other cornerbacks, you mentioned Joy Porter Jr. and Christian Gonzalez. And I'm again to Christian Gonzalez in just a sec. First, he had Joey Porter Jr. He only had one interception in all four years at Pittsburgh. And meanwhile, Gonzalez, he had four. All of them were last season. So, of course, Emmanuel Forbes is, is a great ball hawk. He, one thing that's great about him, despite his frame, he, his ability to get after the football. That's his specialty. That's what he does best or better than most. And um, I can understand why Commanders fans or Emmanuel Forbes fans, they should feel disrespected. They should feel insulted that he wasn't even considered in this list. Um, now, he doesn't feel that Emmanuel Forbes doesn't feel that way, but if he read this list, he should. He should feel that way of disrespect. I mean, 14 interceptions in three years in college football, mind you, in the SEC. And you didn't even mention him on that list. Now, like I said, folks, I've been very skeptical about Emmanuel Forbes. The only concern that I had coming out of college was his frame. And could he hold up to the NFL level? And look, Christian Gonzalez was still available. And Washington, we either had to draft an offensive tackle or a cornerback. And Christian Gonzalez, if he turns out and pans out well for the New England Patriots, it's going to scratch, it's going to make me say, see, I told you so, Washington. And I hope that's not the case. And um, Emmanuel Forbes has been getting a lot of love, a lot of love um, from 
a lot of the players, uh, particularly Jahan Dotson. At first, he was. This is a quote from Jahan Dotson about Emmanuel Forbes. I was like, I think he's good, but I don't know. After seeing him on the field, I know how good he is right now. And that's him realizing realizing that Emmanuel Forbes can play and that he's really good. This is what he actually told. Uh, this is what Jahan Dotson said of Nikki Giabavala uh, of the Washington Post. So this is a sign of optimism for Washington. I mean, played in the SEC. You know, we all know he's an All-American, a consensus All-American. We know he is a playmaker. He's a dual, uh, he's the type of guy that Washington needs. But the size, the frame, that is a concern, though. I do believe that he's definitely going to help our defense, especially our pass defense, given the fact that last year we were ranked 27th in the NFL. Him and Jartavius Martin, as well as the other young players like Percy Butler and Cameron Curl, we, I hope, and we, as in Commanders fans, hope, we get better. And I do think Emmanuel Forbes should look at this as an opportunity of all the criticism. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. About his weight and him not being mentioned on that rookies list. Gotta throw your dirt, gotta get your dirt off the shoulder, man. And I hope he uses that as fuel and motivation heading into 2023 because he's going up against some wide receivers in the NFC East. As we all know, folks, in the Philadelphia Eagles, there's A.J. Brown, and then there's Devontae Smith. And then for the Dallas Cowboys, you got to deal with C.D. Lamb. Who's now in the who's now emerged himself as a top ten wide receiver in the NFL. And when you look at Washington, I'm just looking at the schedule that Washington has this season. You're gonna have to go up against some damn good wide receivers in that NFC East division. And I didn't even mention any of the wide receivers in the Giants. I mean, still a possibility that they could get DeAndre Hopkins. But if you look at their schedule. The Cardinals, okay, they don't have DeAndre Hopkins anymore. Broncos, we don't know any of their wide receivers. The Bills, assuming that Stephon Diggs is there. I believe Stephon Diggs will be there. It's going to be great to see him go up against Stephon Diggs. On the road against the Eagles, of course, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. The Bears with D.J. Moore. The Falcons, okay, you're going up against Drake, uh, Drake London. The Giants, then the Eagles again. Then the Patriots, 
Then the Seahawks, that's going to be an interesting one. On the road against the Seahawks, and you're going up against DK Metcalf. And we all know DK Metcalf clearly outweighs and is the superior size compared to Emmanuel Forbes. Emmanuel Forbes is like six feet, a buck 80. DK Metcalf is like 6'4", 230, 235, and fast as well. Then the Giants, the Cowboys on the road, you got to go up against CD. Then the Dolphins, ooh, that's going to be a hell of a matchup because you got to go up against those two speedsters and Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. Then you got the Rams on the road against the Jets. I mean, going up against uh, Garrett Wilson. You got to go up against Garrett Wilson. Last year, he was Offensive Rookie of the Year. Then the 49ers, you got to go up against Debo Samuel. And then the season finale, home game against the Cowboys, against CD. So this could be a really good opportunity for Emmanuel Forbes to showcase his talent, to actually be in the conversation for defensive Rookie of the Year. Could he actually make that case as far as defensive rookie of the year? Look, folks, only time will tell. I mean, I have no problem with the other candidates that Chris um, Trapasso of CBS Sports mentioned, such as Devon Witherspoon. I mean, I told you folks how much I like Devon Witherspoon because of his tackling, his instincts. Then, of course, Jalen Carter. God damn it that the Philadelphia Eagles stole him with the ninth overall pick. Then uh, Will Anderson, I thought he was the best player in the NFL draft. And then, of course, Christian Gonzalez. Because even though I don't mind Emmanuel Forbes, though, but Christian Gonzalez was still available. And again, the size is still a concern with Emmanuel Forbes. But But this season, you're going up against some good wide receivers. A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, C.D. Lamb, twice. Picture yourself wrapped in its softness. Whether you're enjoying a captivating TV show, gathered around a crackling campfire, or cheering for your favorite football team, Minky understands your fall cravings. Our blankets are tailor-made for those heartwarming autumn vibes. With a variety of colors, they're perfect for complementing the hues of fall, as well as showing off your team pride with their vibrant team colors. And the best part? We've got sizes for the whole family, ensuring that everyone can experience the joy of cozying up in Minky's embrace. This fall, let Minky be your companion in creating unforgettable moments. Wrap yourself in comfort, share love, and relish the essence of the season. Minky Blankets, where warmth meets love in every color for every moment. Fall into one of our Minky Couture stores or visit us online at minkycouture.com. You got Stephon Diggs. You got to go up against um, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. You got Garrett Wilson. You got Debo Samuel. And you got DK Metcalf. These are some really damn good wide receivers that I mentioned that the commander's defense and Emmanuel Forbes is going to have to deal with. So it's going to be interesting to see how he handles those types of expectations dealing with those types of number one wide receivers as a rookie. So I hope that he looks at this as an opportunity for him to work and improve his game 
and use that as fuel and motivation. I would love that more than anything. All right, folks. Um, Next interesting topic that I want to talk about with the Washington Commanders is Eric Bieniemy, the new offensive coordinator, having tremendous praise for his young signal caller in Sam Howell. Um, this is what he said last week after practice. He spoke to reporters on how he feels about Sam Howell and how he likes on Sam Howell's progression. This is what um, Eric Bieniemy, the offensive coordinator, said. Well, first of all, Sam's a very competitive kid, Bieniemy said of Howell. I'm reading an article here from Commanders CommandersWireUSAToday.com by Brian Manning. Well, first of all, Sam's a very competitive kid. The thing I love about him, too, he's smart. He understands some of the times when he's making mistakes, and the only thing he wants to know is what he can do to get better. The enemy also praised Howell's work ethic and how he re rebounds from mistakes. I'm enjoying watching him work and just watching how he handles the highs and the lows because you're going to have some of that throughout the course of working during the offseason, just like you would if you weren't playing in the game. But the thing I love about him is that he's always staying steady. His demeanor does not change, and he's very competitive. And I will say this, he auto-corrects himself as well because he knows exactly what he did and what he should have done, which is a good thing. So, I mean, hearing these statements from the enemy, it, it, it's really great to hear because, again, Sam Havel, this is first year as a starter in the NFL. And look, folks. I've been hard on Sam Howell too. I, 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 I've been on the record and I'll continue to say this, that the commanders should tank the rest of the season to try to get their hands on Caleb Williams, the quarterback of USC. And if Drake May is available, okay, fine. Um, I love what Eric Bieniemy is doing because he's showing the utmost confidence and faith and Sam Howell. And Sam Howell needs all that young confidence, especially for the fact that this is your first year as a starter and you're this young. Need a metabolic reset? Try HealRight micronutrient bars. When eaten daily for eight weeks, clinical studies showed HealRight can improve cholesterol, blood sugar, and weight management. And great tasting HealRight works without additional diet or lifestyle changes or the serious side effects of medications. Visit HealRight.com or the pharmacy area of your local Kroger store. H-E-A-L-R-I-G-H-T dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. So hearing all these things up from Eric Bieniemy says a lot. How he feels about how and also says a lot about Bieniemy. And with Bieniemy, you know, I, I, I told y'all folks before, as much as I like Ron Rivera, I, I, I just think it's time for a new chapter and it's just time for him to move on from the organization once and for all. Because even though he prioritizes defense, which is great, but offensively, you know, it's really an afterthought to him. I think with Eric Bieniemy, he could change, he could bring some new life or stability in Washington. 
We know what he is as an offensive coordinator. He came from the Eric um, Andy Reid coaching tree. Um, he's well knowledgeable. I think if he could help out Sam Howell and change the culture, change the culture for Washington, that would be big. That would be huge. It would actually make Washington respectable. I mean, this is what Jahan Dotson said. This is what um, Nikki Giabavala um, of the Washington Post tweeted. This is what Jahan Dotson said about Coach Eric Bieniemy. Coach Bieniemy, I feel like he's brought culture to our team. He's brought a sense of energy, a sense of urgency. It's been really good just being able to learn from him and just get familiar with the things that he wants us to do and the things we want to do. And um, the culture that he's brought in so far, I mean, the enemy, we all know he's going to be hard. He's going to get players to play at a high level. He's going to expect players to play at a certain standard. Um, Even though you can still look at it from the fact that the enemy, he should even though I am happy that he is the offensive coordinator of the commanders, he still should be a head coach. There's still no excuse for why he should not be a head coach in the NFL. He should be because he was that good. And look, I don't want to get into that. We, uh, I don't even want to get into that, but I think he can do a lot for Washington. I think he could help change the culture and he could definitely help this team, particularly on offense. And I do think he would be the successor to Ron Rivera because who else do we really have left to bring? Now, unless new ownership, if you can find a head coach right away, okay. But if I'm the new ownership and if I see what Eric Bienmi does his first year as the offensive coordinator, I should consider him being a head coach for this team because Chances are he's not going to be a head coach anyplace else. Eric Bieniemy was a great offensive coordinator during his time in Kansas City. Granted, yes, he did have Andy Reid as the head coach and the luxury of weapons and Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill, et cetera, et cetera. He, has to, he should be a head coach in Washington because where is he going to be a head coach at? So once Ron Rivera leaves and walks out the door, I think he should be the right guy for us and for the team. And if I'm Eric Bieniemy, given all the things that people have said about me, about my terrible interviewing skills, questions about whether I can lead men or not, get your dirt off your shoulder. Um, folks, I want to talk about Terry McLaurin. How do y'all feel about him as a wide receiver in the NFL? I, I think he's very good folks and um last year he had a very good season i mean if you look at his numbers 77 receptions nearly 1200 yards five touchdowns you know terry mclaurin scary terry as we call him can ball i mean last year he made the pro bowl uh we all know he has speed we all know he is their number one wide receiver and then we, of course, we have our number two wide receiver in Jahan Dotson. I would like to see how um, how Terry McLaurin would be with Sam Howell at quarterback. How good can Terry McLaurin be with Sam Howell at quarterback? 
I think Terry McLaurin will be even better because A, I think he's that good and he has enough confidence in his quarterback, Sam Howell. He even told um, the team's official website, Terry McLaurin, what he said about Sam Howell. He's taken the bull by horns and he's really led us a lot this offseason. So I think this could be a really exciting year for Terry McLaurin. I expect him this season to have at least about 83, 85 receptions, a little over 1,300 yards, and at least seven touchdowns. He had five last season, and the year before that, I expect him to improve just a little bit. Just a little bit. And I think he could actually make the case for the Pro Bowl. Last year, he made the Pro Bowl with an improvement. I don't see why not. I was reading this interesting article. I'm reading it right now on fansider.com. It's saying here that Terry McLaurin can be even better for the commanders in Art Mock role. Says it right here. Scary Terry is a force from anywhere on the field, but aligning him outside so often makes the enemy's best receiver one-dimensional and easy to defend. Gibbs knew not to limit the ways a multi-faceted um, wide receiver can attack defenses. That's why he kept Monk on the move. Monk's movement re reaped the most rewards during the 1984 season when he set a then-NFL record with 106 receptions. He clinched the mark with a typically, typically clutch grab to help settle a frenetic NFC East title showdown in the St. Louis Cardinals at RFK Stadium. So could he be better for than the Arc Monk role? I mean, could Terry McLaurin actually take his game one step up? Because we know what he can do. I mean, on the outside, and we know we can do and we know how great he is in the slot. So all I'm saying is if you're Washington, sky's the limit for Terry McLaurin. And I think he'll put up even bigger numbers with Sam Howell at quarterback. That's how I look at it. But anyway, folks, please leave your comments in the comment section below. This is what I have. This is what Sports PSP has for Commander's Demand, folks. Hope you enjoy the rest of your evening. And as usual, folks, God bless.